Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Shauna Rodriguez, founder and director of Authentic Connections Podcast Network, who takes the tech and stress out of podcasting and provides podcasters with complete production, coaching and community support. And this allows you to focus on connecting with your audience and staying committed to your passion for podcasting. Love that. Shauna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on after talking with you about, yeah, you've been listening to the show and digesting what our other guests have and all the lessons that have come from it. And now you're like, hey, now this is your turn. So fantastic. Yes, Yes, I'm excited to be here. Super. Well, hey, can you just expand a little bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? So I love working with part of Authentic Connections Podcast Network. Our motto is 37 by 27, which is because there is a missing voice in podcasting. We actually only 27% of podcasts are hosted by women. So part of the mission of Authentic Connections is to help with that. So 37 by 27 is to increase by 10% in five years, the number of women in podcasting. That's our, it's a big, broad goal. So it's not just us doing that. It's a bigger, bigger mission and bigger um, thing we're putting out into the universe to get more women's voices into podcasting. So that's definitely who my, I've been drawn to work with. And I work primarily with women, largely entrepreneurs that are launching their podcasts, largely mission-driven people working in that mm. area and have been very excited about it. But it's very much about too with podcasting, that authentic connection being about podcasting, being this amazing medium to connect and to be able to transfer information in a way that is actually building connection and community. And that's kind of what we help and we do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The power of the podcast. It can be huge. We've been podcasting for a year now and oh my gosh, the, the amazing things that's happened with this. Some we had no idea about. It's kind of crazy and amazing it's been a such a journey so with with your clients that kind of come through what do you find like time and time again is the one challenge the one barrier that the thing that you need to help them to work through so that they can really start to work with you well what would that be I feel like a lot of times it's the getting started and that's why the beautiful thing about the network is that's what we help with is to get get people going and get that momentum and make that happen and have the the tech taken away, the figuring out all of the things so they can focus on finding their voice, finding Mm. what authentic, unique thing they bring to this space 
so that they can really shine and do the creating that they love and to find the way those things align. So it's so nice for them to have this community, to have this mentoring, to have somebody help them hold that mirror up so they can see what they really bring to this and what their voice is. It's so unique in this space and is needed because we yeah. need more of those voices that people can can connect to. Yeah. So what are these challenges? So you mentioned the tech. Oh my gosh, the, the tech is <laughs> number one. It can be such a big challenge because there is a gazillion ways that you can do this, that you can host, yes. that you can record, that you can edit, that all these things, all these platforms as well that goes alongside podcasting. Um, but you mentioned finding your voice, finding your focus, what it is, how you say, and then having the support to, to put that all together. If you could pick out one thing, just one thing as top of the pyramid, not discounting others, but that one thing, what would that be? I feel like it really is finding, honing what your podcast is about and how you're going to connect with your ideal client, your ideal customer, and how that all comes together. That's possibly my favorite part of it too. <laughs> but I feel like that's a common thing that like bringing that together yeah. is something that's the exciting piece that everyone um, is looking for to find that way to bring that all together in that piece. Okay. So let's pick one of those. Let's pick the how to connect. Ah, oh, because I think that's relevant, whether it's a podcast, whether it's just advertising and marketing or even fulfillment, it's connecting with strangers, prospects, leads, clients everyone it's all, just, it's all just people to people right so mm -hmm. how to connect can you just guide us through ways of being able to find the right way that, that, that they might want to connect or tell us what what are the options in this kind of in this bucket so we definitely look at the biggest thing when we talk about the base, so one of our early trains is the base of podcasting. And part of that base is being authentic. You know, it comes from the <laughs> from authentic connections, but trying to find like what is unique about you, your way of approaching it. So if you're in real estate, if you're um, a motivational speaker, if you're somebody who's looking at helping people around self-care, like this is like what you want to do, but what about you is unique and your way of looking at this and your way of addressing this is unique. And so how can you bring mm. those pieces together so that your voice is like, one of my clients recently said, she's like, oh, it's like a dog whistle. It's like the sound that no one else hears that you're implementing in the way that you do your trailer and the way you do your intro and the way you do your outro and the way that you speak. And we use your keywords that we find and and get ready for your, all your SEO or your search engine um, optimization and podcast discovery stuff. Like what are the words we're using so that you find the ways that you're speaking directly to this person that, that you're finding and you are speaking to one person. So as we mm. even get to making your podcast episode that you're not having a conversation with a crowd, you're not having, you're not having just the conversation with a person that's your guest, that there's this constant, just one of the person that is you're in their earbuds, you're having this individual private conversation with them. And so like, they're always there and you have these little ways of speaking and connecting with just them and having them be called into this this conversation with you so these ways of like finding them and calling them into the space in ways of like knowing who they are and what they represent and what they're part of and what they want to hear and what they want to learn and what they want to grow and how they're part of mm. things and then those just those ways you speak to them love that and kind of the, the way that you bring in your your voice your personality because i mean you've just mentioned a number of different ways that you mentioned a lot of tech as well and also mm -hmm. the connection and like you know you could it can be yeah one-on-one -on -one, literally talking into the earbud of that one 
listener, it's me and it's you. And we're going to dive into this. Or like this podcast is, hey, sit behind us and listen to me and Sean just break down all this stuff. And you can listen in on these private conversations. There's a different kind of angle to it. There's a different kind of twang. And you get to, huh, just like being an entrepreneur and a business owner, you get to choose your own adventure. There is no right or wrong. What do you want to do? How are you going to show up? What's going to be good for you, your audience, your mission, your purpose, what you want to achieve, all these things. So, yeah. as I well, listen Sorry. Well, and you guys, for your podcast, you guys have this humor. You have this off the cuff way of being. You you guys are authentically you and the way that you connect to both your guests and to your community. That's like, that's you. And that's what you bring to the space that has made your podcast so successful is that you aren't trying to be stuffy, trying to be anything else. Like this is how you connect and relate. And that's what people hear. And they're like, oh, these are the people I would sit around in my backyard and have a drink and sit around the fire with and joke about, but have real conversations at the same time. And that's who I'm going to connect with. And that's who you need to be when you show up in your podcast. Oh, you wait till we launch the podcast with two drink mark and katie oh my gosh now that is a different level of conversation it's gonna be fantastic Uh, but again but we get to choose who we invite in and when we invite them in so i I was gonna say you know we we listed an awful lot of stuff there with the tech the strategies the the finding your focus alignment how to connect um different ways of connecting so let's talk about overwhelm so there are so many things that go into this how do you help guide your clients and your audience through this massive world of all the things that you could do and just make it to simplify it, to make it able to, this can actually happen. This is so simple. You're just overcomplicated. What kind of route do you take people through to try and help them with that, that overwhelm? Well, it's definitely a path. And that's the piece that that's the benefit of coming into the network is that you follow this nice path. And it's kind of the same thing you guys do with your clients of having this like one step at a time, you get this email, this information, we have like a six sequence um, of six different sessions that you have when you first come into the network of this, we address here, this, we address here, this, we address here, that gets you to go through each of those pieces, identifying who your audience is, identifying what your focus is, coming up with a trailer, posting the trailer a month before you release your, your first podcast, recording so many before you release. So we have like this definite way of going through this path to really uncover that and give you time to kind of simmer. So a lot of places will say like, create your podcast in a week, create it in 30 days, which you can do that. But with because we're doing this authentic connection and really trying to distill and bring out the best of you and the mm. best of what you're going to bring in your podcast, we want you to have this path that lets you kind of uncover that and bring out the absolute best that you're going to present that from the start because your early episodes are what folks come back to. And so we want to make sure that you're giving you you have that clarity in the beginning because you've had time to kind of distill and uncover and kind of gone through this process with us to find that. Mm, love that. So, Hey, let's, let's talk about your path here because going from <laughs> you know, government work, going from more sort of corporate, going from this kind of different way of, of working and living to, Hey, I'm now a business owner. I get to do my own thing. It's that transition is sometimes like I, I, I'm going to do this. It's going to be amazing. I know what to do. And then you step into it. Maybe like podcasting. Whereas, oh, shit, there are so many other things that I need to do. I didn't realize it. So what's your path? What's your journey been like as you took that step and have been growing your business? 
So I think it's been, it's been interesting because it's, yeah, I was used to leading huge programs, doing big things with my work. I'd worked in the government. I'd worked at the state level. I'd ran large programs in the mm. state of Washington. And so I've been, I've ran a lot of things. And so running my own business is definitely very different. And partly that's, you know, because it's me. And so I'm great at running things, but I usually had a team of people to delegate things to. And so trying to figure out that. And also, this is very different. Podcasting is a whole different world. And mm. doing what I do, like the benefit of working with me is that I know all the things about the podcasting, but I also have to learn all the things about the podcasting and stay on top of all the things, as well as distilling things for my clients. So I think that trying to figure out the best ways for everything for both me, because I also have multiple podcasts, <laughs> all the best things for me and for my clients and trying to figure out like where the priority is and what's going to be the magic bullet. Whereas my career was in, I was, um, I have an LCSW licensed clinical social worker. And so I did therapy with kids and families and like knew how to do that. Like the back of my hand ran agencies, ran stuff, did national TNTA, did all sorts of different things. And knew how to do that at the back of my hand. And this is like learning how to do not only podcasting, but also how to run the business, which I know some of the things from running programs and doing project management, but like there's still plenty to learn about the taxes and the this and the S Corp and that like, you know, all the different things. And but tell me tell me about that bit in particular about knowing these things, but then when you enter the world of doing it for yourself, it's like, fuck, it's, it's different. Or I know this stuff. However, and then that comes in. What what was that like to work through? Oh, it's overwhelming. I think that the podcasting has been like there's been iterations. So I left my career and I was doing consulting. And it's so funny that consulting is was my way easier and better money, easier money. <laughs> like <laughs> there was there was less, there was there wasn't overhead, there was less like everything, right? And so even with that, like I I changed over and started doing the consulting like around the time we went mm. into the pandemic, which that was challenging, right? Because the pandemic made it hard to get work. But it was that transition was was easy to leave my job because there was people lined up to work with me and I'd done consulting before and I was really great and easy. But even that shift to then now like I have somebody that is my bookkeeping and somebody that does this for me and that for me, but they're all like, they're not connected. I have to like oversee all these different pieces instead mm. of having somebody else that manages all those pieces. And so fortunately I'm to the point now where I do have, like I have three different people that I contract with and they're all fabulous, but it took me a long time to find fabulous people. And so like that adventure has been hard, but I still have it when I get like, there was a letter I got that something hadn't been filed right. And it has, like, I have my software and my accountant said, no, look, it's done. It's fine. But I get those letters. I'm like, ah, and like the first year that would be like me on the phone for five hours and not doing any of my other mm. work, trying to fix these little strange problems that I know nothing that I'm not familiar with and don't want to be familiar with <laughs> and take me away from my business. So it's getting like a little smoother, but it, it's challenging when you just have these little bumps that will like pop up that take you away from being in the connecting with clients and the creating and the doing and the exciting parts of why I'm doing this into the mundane back end business overwhelm stuff. Yeah. And and, and that, the, the, the squirrel syndrome, the, um, all the faux action, the, the side quests, all the, ah, the dumb shit that we all do that we find ourselves doing or taking more time that hold on, 
what makes it such a big thing? Why did I focus on this? So when you, maybe more recently, because as you've grown, as you evolve, you've brought on more people, you've let go of certain tasks, you've been able to manage these bumps that maybe they affect you for a minute rather than a day or a week and can take you out mentally and, and emotionally. What do you find is where you are right now? What what are you kind of avoiding? What do you know that, oh my gosh, I should be doing this and it's going to really help benefit myself, but I'm going to go and do this instead. What, where does that show up for you? I think part of that for me right now is the follow through on leads is actually one of the things that I'm not good at taking time for and trying to set deadlines for launches is the two things that I'm not good at follow through. I love connecting with my current clients and building Mm. them and celebrating their successes (laughs) and working on what's already here, but like the building to the next level. And sometimes I wonder if that's not because I already feel so busy and the more clients I build, bring on the busier I'll get. (laughs) So I feel like that's the the rub. And I did bring on staff so that they're doing some of the, the I have an audio engineer, I have an operations manager, I have people that are doing like more of those pieces of work. So I can do this, but there's still that piece with the the follow through that I'm getting a better handle on getting systems to make that easier for me. I had a thing I did last week I prioritized to help with that, but I feel like that's still where I get stuck. Yeah. So those just to come back in and just clarify and focus on these points. You just said it's the it's the following up with with leads which is kind of fundamental and core as the the lifeline of our business Um, Mm -hmm. if you don't want to rely on referrals which is great but it's not controllable and then there's the deadlines holding yourself to deadlines to to launching and doing things so i don't think you qualified that with huh maybe it's if i do do this get more leads, get more clients, start to build crumbs. I'm already busy. What will happen then? So it starts Mm to bleak into the fear of fear of success, which sounds, which can sound crazy. And some people are like, yes, I've got that. Other people are like, hell no. Why would I be, why would I be scared of success? But if success means harder work, more time, and you're already struggling to, with too many things to do, consciously subconsciously our brain's like we got to go away from this which means i'll convince you why doing this other stuff focus on your clients celebrating them rather than following up with the damn leads building your business growing helping more people it's isn't it kind of crazy the way that works does this kind of show up for you or am i completely off base here yeah i feel well i'm working 60 hours a week and so adding more leads it's like i need to find a way to work less hours so I can do more with those leads. And that's, I think that's a piece of trying to get like more off my plate and what I can do less of so that I can have the time to, to give more. So that's like the trying to systemize and minimize so that I can have more space to do that. So So you've gone through your transition and you've built your business to a place where it's like, okay, I'm now at this place. I am working, as you said, about 60 hours a week. There is a lot of tasks. A lot does, doesn't get done. You know, there's tasks that you should be doing. And so holding space, like we were chatting away offline about the sort of the, the guilt and the forgiveness and, and the grace we have to give ourselves. And it, we can sometimes overcompensate, but you've set your foundation. This is where your business is right now, which is super fantastic. Okay, what's next? Because the goal isn't to work 70, 80, 90, 100. 
that's not the entrepreneur dream no. for some people it might be good luck to you that's not ours not we mine. don't subscribe not to that so, okay super we're on the same page great so the goal is how do you work 40 so can i ask you a, a one hell of a question yes where do you think you're overcomplicating things in this moment well, I was working on, so based on listening to the Unforget Yourself show, it's a great show. Y'all should listen to it. <laughs> and you were talking about how we coach others with what we need to coach ourselves on. And I'm constantly working with my clients on, you no, know, focus on this, focus on this, focus on this. And I just have too many things I'm focusing on. And one of them is partially because like we get roped into these packages or these projects or whatever else. And so I'm on like all the social media channels. And one of my staff like spends a lot of time keeping me up on this, all those social media channels. I'm like, why? Like TikTok is not where I need to be to find business people and women who want to start podcasts. That's not where they need to be. That's great for my, mm. where my podcast should be on TikTok, but I shouldn't be there. And I'm quick to tell my clients, no, focus on one, maybe two. Do not waste your time on all of these. And even though to me, it's like, it's not taking up that much of my time because this service I purchased puts me on six things at once, right? And I have a staff person who oversees most of this, but it takes like this much of my brain power to even be doing this. And so I need to start getting better about like, no, I'm not, even though it's part of the service. No, I don't want to be on all of these things that I need to only be focused here. And no, I don't care about Twitter. And no, I don't care about this. So I need to start getting ruthless, that even though it's to me, it's like, oh, this only takes away like, you know, 30 minutes a week. No, I need that 30 minutes for other things. So really yeah. looking at my path, because I realized that when I was making a list of like all the ways people come into my business, come into my world, there's like eight different ways people are coming at me. And so if there's like eight to 10 ways people are coming at me. No wonder I can't keep up with them. And I yeah. really need to like decide like this is the path and put people onto a path and even if they start mm -hmm. trying to come the other way, it's like, no, this is your path. And it'll make it easier for me to track and follow them if they're on a path than if they're just coming at me from all the directions, which is partly why I think I get overwhelmed by the leads because they're coming at me from all directions. Yeah. So one core aspect there is <laughs> knowing what to do. And I say this with love and forgiveness and all the grace, knowing exactly what to do, but fuck. Ah, oh, I now see how hard it is to do it for myself. I think it's a beautiful lesson that as you get through this new phase, what then you can give to your clients who are in a different situation, a different place, different business, but the theme, the thread is still the same. So as you go through this, you'll be able to give so much more to, to your clients. But the one quote I want to come back to, and you qualified it and validated it, was, you know, it's, it's not that much of my time. Yes, afterwards you then said why, that's not the case. But to hold these beliefs and say, yeah, it, it, it's not that much more of my time to do this. No. But do we, are you the kind of person who can turn like a tank yeah, on a dime? Or are you like a, a, a liner ship that has to, it's going to take about 10 miles to turn around. The energy that it takes to shift gear is different for a lot of people. So those, what we call qualifiers, we were banging on for about a month about qualifiers. Those things that we say to ourselves, you know, all these social media platforms, but it's not, doesn't take up that much of my time. You've just stifled the problem. And because you, crumbs, you, you know too much because you coach this with other people to hold that space for, and I know what that's wrong. 
And here's the wrong. So logically, you've got this down. You know all the stuff. But applying this to yourself, seeing it, catching yourself in the moment and being able to change. That's the next step. That's a superpower. That's how we turn knowledge into applicable change, right? Mm-hmm. That was a long rant from me. How is this landing? What, what, what are your thoughts on this? No, I definitely think that I think it probably takes more time than I realize, but it's to the point where you got to start shaving off every little piece to try and get back the time so it feels more manageable. And I might be surprised when I start cutting all those pieces to down to yeah. what matters that I just need to start with the, the little bit that matters and stop having all this extra stuff I'm spending time on. Yeah. And and with this, what's what's the goal? Where where are you going with your with your network, with your community, with with your purpose in business? What's what is the goal that you see right now, the mission that you're that you're looking to to create? So definitely like with the business, like I love what I get to do, that I get to help people find their voice. We're amplifying women's voices. We're doing this amazing opportunity of giving people more content they can connect with. I love all those Mm. pieces to it. And for me personally, like really the goal is to have something that I love, I believe in, that like brings me joy when I get to do my work, but that allows me to have more flexibility in my life, that allows me to be able to travel, that allows me to be able to prioritize the people and the other things in my life that are also important to me. So Mm. it is a goal when I've run these agencies and done this stuff working for somebody else. I worked incredibly long days and I worked in nonprofits and I've worked in things that were passion based and did all of those hours because the kids that this, that like, this was all important. So I've done it for these important things that have like drained me and I don't want to be drained and burned out and like giving all of myself to these things. I want mm. to have something that I can give myself to and appreciate, but it doesn't take everything from me. So I really do want that ability to have it be a beautiful part of my life, but not yeah. everything. I love that. And that is exactly what you're a little piece that you're giving to, to your clients to utilize a new medium, a new way to, to connect, a new way to build their business, a new way to enjoy, fucking enjoy what they do. Yeah, that's all all part of it. So you get to give everyone a little piece of that on their quest for you can be all top level freedom of money, freedom of time, freedom of purpose, all these things. Just damn it. I want to enjoy what I do and have a great time doing it. So Sean, that's I love that. So fantastic to hear. Thank you so much for for being here, for sharing what it is you do and how you help your clients, but also behind the scenes of crumbs. What's this like for you as you go through your next transition, as you build your business? Yes. Was that a question or was that summing up? <laughs> that was just saying thank you for being here. It's been oh, awesome. Perfect. Yes. No, thank you so much for having me. It's been really great. I really do appreciate what you guys are doing. I feel like you're giving a lot of value to individuals that are launching their business to hear other stories and with lots of little pieces of wisdom along the way. Oh, you're super welcome. Thank you so much. And hey, look, if people want to find out more about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? The best place to find me is on Instagram or like narrowing it down. So at 37 by 27, easy to remember. And if you go into the link in bio, the link tree, link tr.ee slash 37 by 27 is where you can get, we have a nice little sheet for the seven steps to perfect your podcast title is our lead magnet. You guys are welcome to check out and get connected to our newsletter and more connected to us as well. 
Hell yeah, that sounds beautiful. Go and check out that guide. It's fantastic. But again, Shauna, thank you so much for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.